This is Lisa. And this is Maya. And you're listening to the Getting There podcast. Hiya. Hiya. We're back. Better than ever. Yeah. Not really. Two weeks afterward. No, one week. One week break. So two weeks ago we have recorded one. Exactly. (laughs) We missed you. Maybe you missed us. (laughs) We've had, I, I want to say we've had like a relaxing time at home, but it's actually been really fucking hectic. No. Yeah, that that's true. And we're very tired. We've <laughs> just been yawning. I called my grandma. It's yeah. a very drowsy time. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, we said we wouldn't start episodes saying that we're tired again, but that's just life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is Easter Sunday as well. Happy oh, Easter to all of you. Yeah, um, happy Easter. So as you all know, for sure, we were gone. We were on vacation and then we came back to London. And I always have this, I love the journey back <laughs> because I romanticise it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to that and that song when I like fly over London. I actually didn't fly this time. <clears throat> it's a train. <laughs> but when I drove into to King's Cross, you I listened to in. that one song. You, like, I wrote it. Yeah, smoothly. And you listen to songs that are about like homeland, you know. <laughs> you have that one song. You just, you told me you have this one song you listen to when you go back to Sweden. Yeah, so I, I listen no, I actually listen to it and I go from Sweden to okay. feel like to feel like I miss it already. Yes. And it's um, well, it's actually the most cheesy thing. Do I actually want to say it on the internet? Yeah, I can tell you. My it's God only knows. <gasps> the, the, oh yeah, like, the one from from Love Love actually. actually, which is like God terrible. Yeah, yeah. I let it just hits you. Yeah, it does. That that's not my song. Mine is God. It's a cinematic orchestra song. Okay. Oh fuck! I I will link it okay. down there. It's very cheesy too. But my point was, we, like, actually stage our lives to, like, to evoke some kind of feeling. Yeah. You listen to this and you look out of the window. The famous thing where you're like, oh, I feel like in a movie because I'm looking out of the window and, like, thinking so much. And people look at me and they go, that Mm -hmm. That girl. Who sees me on the other side of the window? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's kind of our topic. A bit. Yeah. Yeah, you actually linked it very nicely there. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about this trend that's been going on. It started on TikTok, surely. Um, we we <laughs> kind of, we're probably like, oh, well, we're very late to this. Like, <laughs> this was a trend like years ago, <laughs> surely. But the, um, the trend of kind of romanticizing your life and feeling like you're the main character of your own life and um, people promoting that mm-hmm. and what that might lead to. It is called main character trend, I think. Yeah, the main character trend. Yeah, and there's like... Like hyper-individualism, basically. Extreme. Like, drinking coffee becomes so special. Like, the type of coffee you you make, and then you have to document it, and then you have to sit down on your sofa and light up a candle as well, and that's just... (laughs) Or like, walking to the coffee shop, you have to wear clothes that are like casual enough for you to just pop down to the coffee shop mm-hmm. to your local very and nice coffee bag. shop and the tote bag that and you're like you don't really have any makeup on you a little bit of makeup on but it's just like like casual you don't you don't I'm really try so disgusting <laughs> i know this is 
awful <laughs> we're like describing our own lives like how we do these small things all the time to just kind of like turn the dial up a little bit on the rom- romance in our lives yeah and i wouldn't say that they're conscious either um or maybe no, i'm just always. telling myself that it's not a conscious decision but i think we've well it's just habits that you mm-hmm. accumulate and that make you feel good i guess but it's also kind of went on to youtube as well the trend there's a lot of videos <laughs> videos now well it's kind of a vlog but um loneliness diaries or spend the day alone with me that's oh, a yeah. very interesting trend that's true yeah because it's literally the most self-absorbed thing there's <laughs> nothing it's just you watch someone do their laundry and i love it yeah, it's very peaceful in a way i guess we have to preempt that we are not we've already said this we we don't feel like we're Gen Z like we're <laughs> we have all these TikTok can, trends kind of around us we're gonna sit here and talk about like main character syndrome whatever yeah um but we just we'll just sound a bit boomerish I think and that's but okay I'm, I'm happy to diagnose my th- myself with the syndrome as well yes yes so. but like I think we we're not probably as well versed as you can okay. be in yeah, this definitely. like trend so I actually but looked, alas, you know, yeah. we're gonna talk about it. I looked into it because we aren't well versed and yeah. we are not on TikTok. But there was this very interesting YouTube video, social commentary, <clears throat> and there she actually and um, went into where the trend came from. And okay. it's actually a scene from the holiday, um, with Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I've not seen that movie. <laughs> Blanchett. Blanchlet. I don't even know. Okay, whatever. Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. <laughs> where, no, the friend tells her, you, I can tell, are a leading lady, but for some reason you're behaving like the best friend. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh my God, yes, she has this realization. And she says, you're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. And that's where the trend came from, basically. Like, take over your own life. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty appealing like at first glance it seems super appealing the the notion of taking control of your own life and putting your own needs first and all of that that's like it sounds great especially if you're a woman living in a patriarchy where you're constantly told that you're supposed to you know mood manage like read the room and um like ultimately exist at the mercy of men yeah that like wow, if you expect that well maybe that's too early on in the episode to say that but like you know what I mean like it's not without like meaning that it's like the leading lady yeah like Definitely. if you're like because usually women are the side characters and then men are like the main character yeah. in well, the whatever muses. movie we're talking the about muse, here the, yeah the yeah. one that stands for the picture and is being drawn yeah by the main like character. the first lady that's actually running the country is that that whole trope Okay, we've had that, we've had artistry, <laughs> what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> that it's a very appealing thing that you're like, okay, I'm stepping into my own shoes. Mm. Is that a, an expression? It is now. Mm. Um, mm. And I'm like taking control over my own. All of that sounds like super nice. And I guess being at ease with your own story, like not ne- needing to kind of prescribe to what other people think your story should be, mm-hmm. is also very empowering. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I I can't help but wonder like how privileged of a position that is to just mm-hmm. being able to, um, to just like put your your own needs and like do all these like small things to romanticize your life. Just the being in the mindset of putting your own needs first is not always doable. Yeah, so it's like a very privileged and kind of well, it's it's fundamentally one sided. Like you live in a world with other people. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think necessarily that's what the trend says, but I think the way that it's uh, performed is very... It is very self-centered. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. I think it's very hard to to manage that border between it being self-centered or self-loving. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you are you. So you're in control of your life. You have to, yeah. at the end of the day, how horrible it sounds, you have to be happy with what you did that day. You have to be happy with yourself. So by nature, it is all about you. Yeah. But once you like lose that perspective of there being other people around you as well and if you're not aware of your own privileges in being able to like romanticize going to the fucking grocery store with your with your tote bag mm-hmm. then it gets problematic but I think the baseline of it yeah. is not a bad thing again it's the trends yeah. that we're trying to exactly. dismantle a bit because once it becomes trendy it just goes <laughs> into this gender race class dilemma thing yeah um, and that's what we're here for, problematizing it once it becomes a trend. Apparently, that's that. well, what we're I'm, doing. I'm sure you, you have brains too, and you thought of that too. But um, <laughs> yeah, privilege, huge thing. Again, very, very limited demographic. 25-year-olds living in New York. White women, mostly. Maybe yeah. that's just my algorithm, but it's a, it's a female I trend. I feel like it's a female trend, yeah. Again, maybe that goes in line with your argument of it being kind of a feminist thing. Yeah, but it's also like two-sided because on the one hand, the the notion of um, taking care of your own needs and like not thinking of others all the time, not mm. thinking of yourself mm. as a side character is a feminist thing. It's like empowering to mm. think of yourself that way. And then when you criticize it and you're like, oh, it's so self-centered, that's like an unfeminist thing, kind of to do yeah you know oh god we're trapped <laughs> yeah, we are trapped well like the main aim is kind of to do all of these things for yourself because they know they will bring you joy mm-hmm. um and you don't really care about the others like you just romanticize your life basically mm-hmm. but the whole trend again wouldn't exist if you don't post it on instagram yeah so it's really not about like because having a self-care day and like Again, going out for a coffee, going out for a dinner date alone. A huge aspect of that is showing it on Instagram. It feels like it because of the trend, right? Yeah. Like, that's all well and good to do. Yeah. Like, that's probably amazing to do. But then there's always this little perspective of it being for show. Mm. Like, yeah. it being you sitting there on the mm-hmm. other side of the window, being all, like, cute and deep. <laughs> and that's, that's <laughs> the whole dilemma about those trends. Because yeah. all of these habits mm-hmm. have existed forever like yeah. people have romanticized their lives in the 16th century probably they've gone on solo dates mm-hmm. but just because we didn't have those tools to show it now suddenly seems like such a such a show-off thing yeah and I guess the the fact that there's always an audience you know you say you're the main character of your own life but by saying that you also say that other people are side characters it's like Definitely. you are it's that's what I'm, I mean when I say it's like hyper minimalism or not minimalism that was last <laughs> week oh my god no hyper individualism because it's like you are the only one that's like important in yeah. the story and that yeah. other, all the other ones are just the audience Definitely. I mean that's obviously that's like an exaggeration of it but and it is reality as well like yeah. it is your life after all so other people are going to be your audience but I get there's this weird aspect of competition in the trend Mm -hmm. that I don't like like why 
not go out for a date on yourself and not show it to other people. That would be the good thing to do. So what I think is really, really interesting with this trend is what well, we've kind of touched on it already, but this this aspect of documenting it, this aspect of filming it and viewing your life through another lens. Mm-hmm. Viewing your own Instagram stories. <laughs> viewing your, go, going through your, your photo dumps mm-hmm. again. Um, I used to do these travel videos when when I was on vacation with my family. We used to like take small snippets and then we I I edited like a video with mm-hmm. it and put on some sketchy not sketchy some Avicii music <laughs> sketchy behind music. it whatever. And we always used to show it to people. So again, it wasn't really for us. It was to show off as well. Mm-hmm. But it's so hypocritical to me that this trend and this this habit of recording and documenting your own life is sold to you at this very as being very alive and being very real mm. in a way yeah even though it's the the opposite like it's it's documented like you yeah you, it's not you you don't view stuff through your own eyes you view it through a camera again or less yeah and like when you imagine if you see that if you see those youtube videos you see them doing their laundry but what they're really doing is filming themselves doing their laundry which is not the romanticization of your life that you're like looking for exactly it's very weird and the whole the the comment that always comes up with like oh it just felt like it was a movie like i felt like it was in a movie exactly actually what you're saying is that it felt so real and so good <laughs> yeah, or like even though it, it's like the most unreal, you don't want to be in your movie. You want to yeah, be in but, your own life. But when you say it feels like a movie, you don't mean it felt really. You felt, mean it felt like surreal, right? You mean it, it felt so intense and it felt so beautiful that it was as if it was a movie. I guess it's a very narrow line between surreal. And yeah, movie. because it, what the thing is about movies is that they try to portray real life, like real life feelings mm-hmm. and real life mm-hmm. situations and but overly saturated issues yeah mm-hmm. but overly saturated so I guess mm-hmm. it's just I didn't it doesn't need to be that deep that's what I'm saying no but well I so we we're a big fan of um Ruben Estlund's The Square yes and we literally go around living our lives and every week one there of us is like one scene oh my god it felt like the square the square <laughs> yeah and that's like so alive so mm-hmm. I get what you mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that thing in itself is an orchestrated thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that's true. But it is funny that, like, this trend really just, ex- like, highlights this thing that it's already a trend in our lives, like, from way before, like, since 2010 when Instagram was a thing that we constantly tell the story of our own lives. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not this thing of being an old man in a, in a rocking chair telling the story of your life. It's continuously every day <laughs> posting in the Instagram story. Yeah, telling, you don't have the this right. This is yet. the progression of my life, like from one day to another. Yeah, yeah you don't have the right you, because the old man does. Like exactly, he's, he's lived through stuff. But what? Yeah, he deserves to. I do not deserve <laughs> to post about my life this often. But because I was thinking about how feeling like the main character feels good but at the same time makes me feel very gross about myself and very like self-involved and very guilty in a way but at the same time it's the most human thing to just narrate yeah to have a narrative to tell stories yeah and that's what it is and that's yeah exactly and especially when you're grown up in an individualist 
um, culture. That's like a, one of the main things that like um, signifies individualist culture is that like you remember things and you tell stories always from your own perspective. And yeah. It's like a story of like the hero or the the victim, or you know, it's always yeah. like centered on this person yeah. and there's something happening to them, like some yeah. circumstance or some person doing them wrong. Or it's yeah, it's like you're saying some deeply human thing and we do it every day it doesn't need to be a trend around it like it's instagram stories is small talk about how your day has been like every day us in the flat chair we <laughs> we say oh how's your day been like what did you do today that's and a if very you don't ask me I'm yeah exactly <laughs> like well, don't you want to know well, how my day was like how my life has like progressed into <laughs> yeah and honestly, just us sitting here right now, like Same recording thing. a podcast, <laughs> we're just telling a story about like, we're literally like kind of the premise of this podcast, like what we said from the beginning is that we're trying to figure out how our emergence into adulthood is going to look like. And that's what we're doing. Sitting here, we're just kind of narrating our thought patterns. Yeah, it's which is part of that. <laughs> but I'm, I guess I'm just wondering if the the obsession with the narration of our lives because it, it feels like inevitable mm-hmm. to have that in the narration there but mm-hmm. has it gotten out of hand do you think through this trend well I think it's hard to know now I don't think it's actually doing anyone real harm no um it does affect people's egos I do think well not everyone has the same life and especially young people seeing people's amazing lives documented might affect them mm-hmm. and their mental state but I don't know it's a trend it's gonna grow untrendy again um but I do think it's also very much connected with this notion of us living in a meritocracy I think it's very much yeah, connected I was just with say that right yeah. but like if you invest in yourself if you romanticize your life mm-hmm. if you focus on yourself if you're highly individualistic you yeah. are gonna manifest this perfect life Mm -hmm. and again that's just not true yeah or just the fact that um it's saying that your happiness your the contentment that you have with your life is dependent on this action of romanticizing it like you just need to flip this little switch in your head and then you'll be happy because everything in your life will just be romanticized Yeah. yeah and you'll see it as a movie instead of as a life yeah and now we're getting back again to he was mentioned already in this podcast, but um, Guy Debord mm-hmm. and the Society of the Spectacle don't know which episode that was, but it's the same thing again, spectacularizing our lives, seeing our lives through this lens of others, and where our lives almost become surreal again. Mm-hmm. And then again, we have this connection to the capitalist uh, system again because they obviously encourage this highly individualistic lifestyle which prompts us to to buy products that kind of make sense with those lifestyles yeah like building that brand Mm -hmm. building up the material surrounding that will like support you yeah as an individual (laughs) and if you look at all of those as well (laughs) if you look at all of those main character trends it's always around a consumption object as well going out for coffee oh it and it's very much about the brands as well that are i feel like you think so yes you can't just romanticize your life with a starbucks coffee have you ever seen that (laughs) 
Maybe not, but like the laundry thing, just spending a day by yourself. Yeah. I guess that usually entails like, you know, having those that nice laundry, like the nice like bed sets or... Yeah, that, it has to be... Of, it's like a round it's object as still. well. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same topic as last Yeah, yeah, we did. It just keeps going into each other. <laughs> oh, would it be nice if we had like one episode where we just kind of tie all the things together? That would be amazing. And come up with the only life conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible, like cult-like thing. Yeah, would you say that you, you have that kind of clear narrative laid out in your mind about your life? Clear narrative? Would you yeah. Mean? Do you think of your life as a story and you're, main, you're the main character in it? No, I actually don't. I think that would be a very conscious thing to do. And as mm. I said, I think we all very much participate in this trend, mm-hmm. even though we might not post it, but it's very unconscious. Yeah. Like, it's just encouraged by society. That's why we have those habits. But I don't know. Do you? I don't think so. But, um, like, don't you think when you meet, like, a new person, you have to have some kind of, like, Essence a short and sweet you. story about who you are that you can, that you can tell someone? Yeah. Like there's certain facts that you almost almost consciously pick out to like tell them who you are. Yeah. Your USP, your unique selling point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is it? What's your Oh mine? Yeah. Um probably that I'm Swedish. <laughs> um well yeah, I'm sorry, but that's just and probably my work. Like what I do outside of uni. Yeah. That's probably the two. Things. Yeah, I would say that's it. It's a strong seven. And then there's these like little things that you say, like little details about yourself that no, you think like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like terrible things, but you just kind of remember them for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, now we're just rambling on, but we did this when we were on vacation. Um, in Copenhagen, we did this fun thing. Oh my god, we... that was terrifying and so fun. Yeah. Yes, I can highly recommend it, even though it's ter- terrifying and so fun. Yeah. But um, we had four minutes each to tell our life story. So this is part of the New York Times article with 36 questions to make you fall in love with someone. True. We went as a flat together uh-huh. and we asked these questions yeah. to each other to fall even more deeply in love with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, you're being asked to talk about your lives in four minutes and it is very distressing, very emotional, but it's very interesting because the people you, you think you know very well, mm. you actually maybe don't know everything about. And I did not, like the stuff I said, I didn't know about myself either. So this <laughs> whole trend of knowing yourself and and romanticizing your life and stuff spending time with yourself to getting to know you yeah you don't actually know yourself that well maybe (laughs) are you speaking for like for everyone or just for yourself right now i'm telling you you don't know yourself (laughs) that is you're actually pointing to a very interesting thing about it though because like this trend is very micro you don't talk about your life. You talk mm-hmm. about one your day laundry. of your life or like one little moment of your life. Have you seen Breakup Diaries? No. F- that's a fucking interesting trend. Okay. People break up, actually. Mm-hmm. But, but not YouTuber. for the diary. No, but so it's a YouTuber and usually their relationship is very public. Oh. And then they decide to break up. They break up on camera as well. Like, what? They, like have, they have the conversation on camera? Yes, they restate the conversation. And then it's, like, different stages. There's, like, different videos. Like, oh, episode one, getting to know myself again. Episode two, 
feeling lonely. It's crazy. Oh, wow. I lost my point. I think what I wanted to say was that, like, it's all well and good to, like, romanticize the small things, but it also speaks to this very privileged view that you don't see the rest of it like of course you can have a coffee but then if you're if you're struggling financially or like if that's like the only little good part of your day and you you have like I don't know what's going on in your life like there could be anything that's going on in a person's life but then focusing on this very small kind of insignificant moment feels so tone deaf a little bit yeah Yeah, I agree with everything going on as well yeah 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 exactly oh that's terrible yeah I think I've actually seen yeah. Uh, an ironic one of these oh. from um, from a, a bomb shelter in Ukraine. Oh. Like a girl showing like, oh, a day in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> like romanticizing my life. Uh, living in the <laughs> in the bomb... Sh- what are they called? Bomb shelters. And that kind of puts a finger on it as well. Like yeah. you, can, yeah. you can romanticize these small things, but then you see the background of it yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah definitely. And maybe that's a good point to come up with a counter trend. Mm-hmm. Come up with a counter trend. I guess it would be quite refreshing to to not drive our individualist culture even further into this kind of oblivion no. of anyone else and just like a focus on yourself and have like I don't know like can we could we have a trend that like mobilizes social action instead like not seeing yourself as a as a hero but just supporting other people like looking at other people as like romanticizing their lives yeah romanticizing mm-hmm. other people or like romanticizing <laughs> that sounds bad but like mm-hmm. um this sounds very like wishy-washy now wishy-washy very um idealistic very moralistic yeah but that's what we are we always but i don't want to be that idealistic we can say something on pc now <laughs> <laughs> no but i agree don't really know in what form that would happen, but like take the competition aspect of it as, as well. Don't name it main character because main mm. implies side. Mm-hmm. Name it, I don't know. Tell us what name would you name it? Like romanticizing connections with people would mm. be quite nice. I think we might have to accept that deep inside we are this competitive animals. Like romanticizing connections, then it's all about the kind of connections you have. Yeah, yeah. And your friends are better than their friends and blah blah blah. Or maybe we're gonna we're gonna hack the whole Facebook company. It's not called Facebook anymore. Meta. Meta. We're gonna hack Meta, take away social media, and that would make our lives a whole lot different and better. I think. Oh wow! We take, take away all of those trends. <laughs> yeah, but the trends like that's just like a symptom of something How that's already like you can't change people. No, you can change the not. tools, but like, but I don't I, think that's gonna help much. No, but I feel like every time we do talk about those trends, it is the trend we're actually criticizing and not the baseline. Yeah, but trends. it comes from somewhere, you know. Yeah, like humans are just kind of disgusting sometimes true we just wouldn't see the disgusting ones. yeah yeah we just that's kind of the thing about social media i wouldn't want to do that i want i want to keep it okay, okay, okay you can stand for that opinion you, you i will keep not your, your instagram yeah i want to keep it too um <laughs> but we're gonna end on humans are kind of disgusting sometimes yeah that's what we're ending on yeah but i'm very happy with that ending <laughs> <laughs> oh you're not disgusting um um Please keep, like, send us in what are the moments in your life that you're not documenting that makes you feel like a main character. I'd like to know that. Like, the moment that you're like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Like, I like, I like, I like my life right now. 
well, I like my life right now. I hope you like your life and most of the you, time. Yeah. But this but is like a nice... very point. alive. Yeah. But I'm documenting it. Yes. But Maybe by can... sending it to us, you are kind of documenting it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, no. you just write it down. We No, we we'll look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll put like a question in the Spotify, like uh, yes. when you scroll up. Go on an egg hunt for that <laughs> yeah, question. egg hunt. And we hope you have a happy Easter. Happy Sunday. Easter. See you in two weeks. Because it's yes. bi-weekly now. Yes, yes, yes. Or yes, bi-monthly, whatever you want to yes. say. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.